Tough Love is brought to you by my new book, Love Language. It's my memoir that centres around family, music, food and finding love. It's out now at all good bookstores across Australia and online. Links are in the show notes for you. And for now, enjoy this episode. Season two, episode finale. Previously on Tough Love. I said, I'm recording new stuff for Tough Love. I don't know if you can trust the future anymore. We cancelled my flight. Humans are built to roll with the punches. We're built to move on. Oh, my God. This is why nobody in the history of calming down ever calmed down by being told to mm-hmm. calm down. She's also now officially today an author. Woo! It's about being able to recognise the earlier signs so that it doesn't have to get to a point where it is, like, fully taking over. Case approved. Yeah. What's that? That's my visa. That manifests itself as buying 100 jars of honey that you have no <laughs> way of selling. I never told you guys because it's a past, it's a little bit sad story, so I don't talk about it. It doesn't have to be confrontational either. Silence for another moment. Then, Sam. This is sort of my body's way of preparing me for not being able to control everything. Did I have control over that? And if I if I didn't, then I just put it aside. A fucking massive rat. Rat, rat, rat. I go overseas, I'm going to go overseas back to America to see Magnus. Huh? I want you to stay. I know, I'm sorry. You can give me a hug? But like, I think my, my dad and my mum are going out. Then you're not allowed to do anything. Mm-hmm. You can just hang out. I know. We're like gonna... Peppa Pig. I know, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. In two weeks, I'll be getting on a plane to officially move to LA. I'll be setting up a new life with my partner, Magnus. There'll be new career opportunities, new adventures and new people. Before then, though, there's a lot of goodbyes to get through. I'm starting with a night with my boys, my brother's kids, Archie and Otto. The countdown's on. And so... As little Otto puts it... Ready? And... It's done, it's done business. You have one more night, one more night to get this. So it's done, it's done to business. Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, shit, sorry. I'm trying to find a coffee cup. All the good ones I like are in the dishwasher. Uh-huh. Are you happy with this? Yes. I'm not. My brother Sam <laughs> has just moved into a new house. Do you want a bigger one or a small one? Uh, what are you making me, like a little pod coffee? Pod. You could have a long espresso. My big brother, eternally looking out for his little sister and also the rest of the family. Leaving Australia means leaving a lot of the traditional offspring duties to him. Well, I guess he's probably got apprehension. More and more we find ourselves talking about how to care for mum and especially dad as they age. (laughs) Which he knows. Living with me is what happens, right? Yeah. (laughs) I think it is just that. He does the thing where he doesn't want to be a burden. Hmm. And at least he's taking care of some of his kind of health stuff Hmm. now, Hmm. which is good. Yeah. 
I think once he's over these health hurdles, he'll be in a clearer frame of mind to make a decision yeah. or to be pushed into a decision, which is dad's way. He'll be pushed into a decision. <laughs> That's dad's specialty. Sam has been so supportive my whole life. He's always been that logical, grounded dude. Well, you've eliminated all the variables and now you've got certainty. Yeah. So you can move over with certainty. Yeah. So you can make your decisions based on other things behind the scenes not moving. Yeah. So now you can plan longer term. Yeah. What are we doing tonight? We're going to have a sleepover. <gasps> Who's going to sleep where? I'm going to go sleep at my bed at the top of the bed and you're going to sleep at the bottom of the bed. Oh, my God. I'm going to sleep at the, at the floor. Really? On, on the good carpet. I don't want to just be the kid that runs away. <laughs> I think abandons. <laughs> abandons. for Well, no, a- not runs away, but, you know, has made a choice to be somewhere where Like, I'm very grateful Mm. that you are here Mm. because I can call and check in. They're okay. I'm just holding off until one of my boys can drive and then they can take over. That's true. (laughs) And you can, they can come overseas, the boys. Of course they can. No, the the parents can come overseas. (laughs) Where's your little listerine? Oh, oh, whoa, what's up there? It's here. What's here? Ah, that is too much. Okay, that's all. No spitting like that. Good boy. You spit it in. There you go. Who knows? I'm probably not going to be there forever because I'm like you. Like, I want a, I want a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. My boys need need cousins yeah. that they can lord over. What? He's, what is going on outside the door? Otto? Otto, hey, man. What happened? Come, come, Otto. Come. <laughs> you got scared. We're still here. What happened? The, well, tell me, what happened? What happened? That, that's a fake cry. Give me some information. Give me some... <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? March. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, hard luck. It's more of a grown-up book. I don't think I would understand. Okay, well, you relax and enjoy the story. Monday. Mum's always saying that friends will come and go, but family is forever. Well, if that, well, you can read this book. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's true, I could be in for a rough ride. I mean, I love my family and all, but I'm just not sure we're meant to live together. Maybe it'll be better on, better later on when we're all in different houses and we only have to see each other on holidays. But right now. Things are a little dicey. What's a dicey called? Weird. Like things are a little bit weird. Every little visit is important and very special and I'm only going to have not even a handful of these before I go. Like, this might be my last one. Um, Hopefully I can squeeze in one more. Whoa, 
I'm going to have dinner at Papa's house. So I thought I'd come see you first. The Papa house, your wife cooks Papa. Papa is cooking Rapa? Epeshe. Epeshe. Rapa. Rapa. And fish. Nonna Carmelinda, the woman I was named after, is now almost 98. She is still spicy, she cackles when she makes her little jokes, and she's always ready for a big hug and a kiss. It's cold? And she just means the world to us. Okay. I'm just fight about dinner. I know. I sit down with you. Papa cook now. Yeah, Papa's cooked now. Yeah. Nonna's the head of the family. She's the matriarch. It's not bad. And saying goodbye to Nonna is hard because I know there's a chance this might be the last time that I see her. So this Saturday, I will see Sam and the family. We talk about how I'm leaving soon for the US. She's busting my balls about marriage and hair length and having kids. And I told her that the family were getting together for a big farewell Chinese feast. Saturday for dinner. Ciao, Ciao nonna. Mm. I love you. I love you too. Mm. I see you soon. You will soon. I got this. I got my car keys. I got everything. We sit together for over an hour. Yeah. Love you, nonna. I know. Have a nice night. Ciao, signora. Ciao, nonna. And then it was time to go. Bye. See you next time. smile when she decides to give me one. In the car afterwards, I talk to myself like a total weirdo. I try and process the visit. Nonna says things like, she wishes she could see the family more. She misses the things that she can't do. Her body is sore. I'm not sure what to say when I hear her say those things. I just need to be there, right? And I wish that I had fucking shown up with the love language that she understands, which is with food. But she doesn't even really eat much food anymore. And God knows that I can't cook anything that she would really, you know, think is amazing because I'm really not as good as my family. Anyway. I'm out. I'm coming in. Oh my god, Jetson! This beautiful bulldog, Jetson, might try and eat the microphone, but I don't care. I'm too excited to see his owner, who's one of my besties. M. Levin. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Hold on. I'll just fix this. Someone smells really nice. It's so sloppy. I've come over for a goodbye dinner as it's only a couple of days until I leave for LA. Tell us what you're mixing because it could be anything. It's a broccoli pasta sauce mixed with 
It's a sourdough and Emma twist. Yum. An ancient grain. Not long into my visit, I get a text from Dad saying that Nonna has COVID. I still have this. It had been going around the nursing home. It's hard because in a way this is going to happen. A version of this is going to happen next month, next year, and it it is. It's so hard. Maybe it's good to deal with, okay, I'm not going to be there for every time someone gets sick or every time someone needs a lift home from somewhere or help moving something or help babysitting, but I'm choosing to go and do something for me, which is to be with Magnus, yes, but also to be in a city that's going to open you up to so many amazing opportunities that you're going to excel at. And also to shop at Airborne and have the Hayley Beaver smoothie every day, which I know is why you're moving. It's the only <laughs> reason. I'm such a Beaver fan. I understand. <laughs> hey, I did mean to ask you, how do you feel with your like change of kind of big work scenario and um, being your own boss now? I love it. And actually I was speaking to my therapist um on Friday, I was kind of comparing the first six months of working for myself to the last six months and realizing how much better I had got at a few things that kind of are the same thing at the end of the day, which is like not working until 10, 11 PM at night, not being super, super stressed all the time because I'm taking on so much and giving people so much, realizing that the value that my work is giving someone rather than just like bleeding myself Mm. to kind of give more, 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 more. What I'm giving this person now in these four hours, 10 hours, whatever it is that I've spent on it is amazing and great and off it goes. Like Em's weeknights, my time, left in Australia at least, is limited. I can't just give more, more, more to everyone. I need to focus on quality time. And I ask myself, what does this person that I love need from me? Right now at M's place. Cheers. Cheers. We love you. It's pretty straightforward that we just need to hang out and cheers. Together, maybe we'll be in LA. Be in our house. Other people in my life, though, are a different story. Yeah, you're a messy girl. Look at me. What do you mean? I organised everything before you came here. Yeah, not bad for, for you. She's all nice and tidy. Yeah, I love cleaning. It's crazy. People say I'm crazy. One day when I kick the bucket, don't forget sponges and gloves. That's in what where? I want. In your, in your coffin? Yes, yes. Janet, my mum, still going on about so putting sponges in her coffin. I clean it. I want everything back to uh, really, really clean, better than they gave you. I can't think of anyone better to help me pack up my little apartment. I see anything so clean. They usually buy me flour thanking me. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Mum loves it. Yeah, love it. I know. You're going to I'm going to miss you. You're going to miss me. Yeah. Not every week anymore, but it's okay. We don't want to talk about that. Oh, mum, I'm sorry. I know. But we have we'll have an option to move back. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I don't want to get too old before I enjoy anything. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. You've got many more years to clean. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have a few.
You're allowed to have tears, Mom. I cry all the time. All right, we are walking up the very long driveway to my brother's house where we are going to have dinner. Tonight is the final feast. Um, Yeah, mum has brought over a fuck ton of ingredients and she's cooking a massive Chinese feast, which is very sweet. Okay, let's go see him. (laughs) What a a greeting. Yeah, oh, you can't touch that one, but you can say hello. Hi, Linda. You miss out all the action. What have you been doing? Show me what you're doing for a second. You've been slaving away, Mama. Yes, I am. I'm working so hard here. (laughs) Spending all the money and working so hard. We have chicken mushroom with white wine, pink prawn with tofu, and the chicken stir-fried mushroom and bok choy for the kids, and then garlic garlic chai forever mm-hmm. and then all over and then the beautiful pork pickle and pork ribs look at that a lot of work i carry nearly 10 bags from uh, from my floor to basement yeah okay i'm coming over hold on i'm just looking at what nonna's cooking all right hello papa hello linda Excited love to see you. Yeah. Love to see me leave. No, love to see you arriving here. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not Chef Michele tonight. It's Chef Nonna. That looks delicious, Linda. What, when are you going to learn from your mum? Um. Uh, yeah. And soon. And ah, okay. I get it. I get it. It is pretty strange that I come from these two incredible food traditions on both sides of my family, the Chinese, Malaysian and the Italian, and yet I have kind of fallen short in really learning and thriving in the kitchen as like the lead cook. Hey, what's this you're leaving us, huh? That's very sad. You want your papa to cry. Hmm. You're going to cry? Yeah. Well, it's about time you get over there and maybe make some bambino and make your father happy. Magnus is going to make a, a good woman out of you. And I'm going to make a good woman out of him. <laughs> Am I another cook? I know, finally. <laughs> finally. Maybe when I come over there to visit you, you'll cook me a meal. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll I've been spoilt by having these people always wanting to feed me. My job has been just to sit and eat it. Some nice mushrooms for Otto. Yeah, and then clean up the dishes. Okay, so anyway, this should could be our last uh, uh, family gathering dinner for a long while. But anyway, it's okay. The life move on. Life go on. Life will go on. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bon appetito. 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 B
Ciao, Papa. Final last words. Arrivederci. It feels surreal to be saying one last goodbye. Yep. I'll talk to you soon. I got my massage sandals. I got my dressing gown. I got my vitamins. Good. Birth certificate? Yep. Good. You left it out. All right. Okay. Wait. You got any last words for me, Mum? Good luck and take care of yourself. And then I'll be sad for tonight. I know, but you'll be with Dad. Have yeah, some we're there for a little bit, and then I'm going dancing, so I don't think about it. Okay. Yeah. Classic. Going Wednesday dancing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Vati will be there. Okay. Hey, that's Great. a gun for you, just in case you need it. The Thank fresh you. bread. Thank you. Yeah, I should chop the gum. Thank yeah? you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's my mum giving me my fresh gum. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh Los Angeles is like I never left it. I make my way across town. Magnus is waiting for me because we fucking did it. I actually can't believe it. We are here, we're together, and he tells me it's time to finally just chill out. We head to a friend's house for a pool party with a bunch of our buddies, including... It made me so happy to see you two together. The incredible songwriter, performer, podcaster and author, Jessie Ware. It just felt right and I'm just so happy that you, you stood the test of time of oh COVID, love in the time of COVID. Yeah. Love in the time, well, I mean, you've done a lot of love in the time of COVID. You had another bloody <laughs> two babies. A C- couple of evenings of love. A couple yeah. of babies. Okay, so we're I love Jessie. She kind of seems like someone who's got it figured out. She's got her family, she's got an amazing career and she's always got this bright perspective. I feel very, very very lucky, very happy, very um, kind of grounded. And I don't want to, I don't want to sound smug though, because like, but I could sound smug because it is quite nice. The sun is shining, but it's blue skies with my favourite people. It's good. But of course, as we talk, I find Jessie is wrestling with the same sort of stuff we're all wrestling with. Getting that juggle right. That never-ending, ever-changing jigsaw puzzle. I managed to have another baby, so I had... I've got three now. I think I'm starting to get the fear of how potentially my next kind of run of music is going to work out now that I have three little people to look after and how that will potentially impact on, you know, whether I can say yes to work or whether I do say yes, but then I 
have to leave my children because I'm not in the financial position to be able to take them to places. So that's something that I feel like I'm just trying to kind of live in denial at the moment, but know that shit's about to get different and real. You know, there's talk of me being in New York for a stint and potentially that would be over my daughter's sixth birthday. And the guilt is just like too horrendous. And it's something that if I, if I commit to it, I I can't be like, sorry guys, got to go home. And I wish I could have that power, but I just, I can't afford to have that power at the moment. So things like that. I I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. It's just that it's a reality that I think I avoided for a while because of COVID, you know, my, my middle son, he was one when COVID kind of hit and we got locked down. And so I didn't get to tour my last record. And there was something quite amazing in that, that I was so present at home, working my socks off, promoting this record, but I was able to do every bedtime. I was able to, you know. How do we figure it out? I asked Jessie how she stays optimistic while balancing all her different bits. It's it's like for you too, right? You know, you moving here for love, but like also, you know, yes, you can transport this microphone around and you are savvy and brilliant enough that you can make work work anywhere that you are, but you've got to almost like close your eyes and and hope for the best. And, and, and also I do think like I'm surrounded by such inspiring people, creatives, brilliant people, best friends at home that, you know, do phenomenal, important jobs. And, um, and I just feel like, I think it's all about that. It's like a support, a network of family and friends and kind of conversation and having, talking about those fears and, mm. and, and, but also really trying to appreciate the good things that are happening. Cause I think for so long, I was so terrified of the next step that I didn't enjoy, you know, that first record, like my first record did so much better than it kind of should have, or um, it should have done. Nobody expected it. And I didn't enjoy that. Mm. And I was terrified. I felt like an imposter, all of that. So I feel like for me, I try and the optimism, I feel like I've, I, it's, it's quite addictive. Once, once you start to latch onto it, it's quite a lovely feeling. So you don't want to let it go. Exactly like pessimism, like in cynicism that can really pull you. So, so I try and keep, find the lightness in it, but it, it's hard, you know, being a kind of British cynic. Well, I mean, that's kind of Australians exactly. as well. We're so dry and exactly. we're so, and you, you know, here, but you come here and it's like, <laughs> let's go get them yeah. guys. And you can drink the Kool-Aid and yeah. you're there and you're like, hang on a minute. I could, I can, I, I can, I wish that LA had the same version of the, you know, Empire State of Mind song. Like yeah, that's yeah. what I want to sing yeah. every day when I see a palm tree. It's not, it is a reality for so many people, but it's a kind of mad reality, but we should all move to Los Angeles, basically. I know. For the first time in honestly a couple of years, I actually feel like things might be okay. Isn't that fucked? No, but I but I think you've got to give credit to you and your relationship with your partner because you are so happy together. There's a respect there that is just so beautiful. And I and it was there years before when I saw you two together, but I don't know whether that's like that time away from each other, which could have make or break, right? You, you made it. But there's like such an appreciation of each other that I see that you have with each other. And it's really, it's gorgeous to see. Thank you. It, it does, it does feel like that. It actually feels now at this point that, oh, maybe I can just breathe out a little bit. <sighs> Things might be okay. It feels like you have all the time in the world now, which is kind of amazing when that 
clock was ticking and waiting and waiting. And now you're like, right, the world is our oyster. Where, where do we begin? But I can imagine, yeah, the pressure of that too must be quite immense. But I think you're handling it really well. Thank you so much, Jessie. Do you want to get back in the jacuzzi? What I really want to do is eat another bagel, to be honest. (laughs) They're so good. They're still downstairs. Should we go? Should we jump in like guys? We're going to do some jumping in two. Should we jump in at the same time? A couple of days later, Magnus and I are in a bar with some friends. It's almost midnight and I feel my phone vibrate. It's dad. And I knew it was kind of early in the morning for him. And it said something like, Darling Linda, I hope you're doing really well. I just wanted to let you know that Nonna passed this morning. I just fucking stared at it, frozen. We were kind of mid-conversation and I just walked out and um, stood out on the street and then I just burst into tears. Magnus came out holding my bag and holding my jacket and was like, let's go. I've never heard my dad sound um, as kind of um, distraught and as broken as I think he sounded and as I would have sounded too, where I was just shocked. My dad had texted me literally about eight hours earlier than that saying, Hey, everyone, Nonna is well. She's out of isolation today. We're going to go visit her. And so before anyone could visit her, she was... She passed away. You heard the last time I visited Nonna. I remember she said two things, which she always says, which is... um, Why are you leaving? (laughs) And... Then she said, why aren't you married yet? (laughs) And then I think she said, "Um, why are you with someone that has long hair? (laughs) And she was like, I don't like it. It's too long. (laughs) Um, And then as I left, she asked me if I was going to go and see my dad and if I was going to cook dinner for him 
and I lied and I said that I was because I was going to see my dad, but I wasn't going to cook dinner for him because I'm shit at cooking, Um, but I was going to see dad. I'm in LA and that's okay. Like, that's life. That's what happens when you move overseas and you can't be there for everyone all the time. It's just a part of it. And if you're in a long distance relationship, you spend so much time having to talk through when shitty things happen or when you're upset or why. But this time was different. It was really surreal and sad to not be there to hug my dad but for the first time I had my boyfriend next to me I didn't have to say a fucking thing First time I met Nana, Chinese we don't call Mrs. Mariano or we don't call Auntie. What do you? What did you? Ma, call? you called her Ma. Ma, oh, she was so happy. She, I, I won her heart. Sam says we are at the chapel. Oh, oh, oh should we go in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we go do, do we? a wee? Yeah, do yeah. we definitely? Okay. I think I'll quickly eat my banana. Mm-hmm. At the wake. I do feel a sense of belonging. I'm really pleased that I didn't blink. I just got on a flight back. It's been such a meaningful trip. Celebrating Nonna. It's crazy that I waited almost three years to get to LA. Then I officially got there and within a couple of days, I turned around and came right back. I don't need to say anything or do anything other than show up for my family. That's it. Even though there's this heaviness in the air because someone we love has passed away, there's like a lightness and a celebration because of her and the fact that we're all here because Nonna and Nonno decided to come to Australia in the first place. So we all have each other. And that feels very lucky. Afterwards, I head back to Dad's once again to that house that I grew up in. Pastor Piselli, which is handed down by Linda's nonna. We're talking about Nonna, of course, and, and he takes a moment a to show me her famous and pasta and peas recipe and step by step. First ingredients are frozen peas. Macaroni? Yeah, uh, yeah, little tubular, little corallini, corali. Uh, the first thing you get about a half an onion, a medium small size onion. Chop it up thinly. Saute that in olive oil. I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. I'm sweating the onions here. Nonna's pasta pizzelli recipe is something that stays with me. Now I can go ahead and pour the water in. I fucking love this dish. 
it's like cheesy and squelchy and now that I'm back in LA I can cook it for me and Magnus <sighs> now what do I do now what do I do I'm still perfecting it but each time I'm getting a bit better turn the heat up to a boil <sighs> all right let me try this they're pretty good Mm. It's amazing. You have to have this at what's it called? Angelini. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Oh, we get two. Angeline, yes. Angelini. No, Angelino. Love is a podcast by me, Linda Mariano. It's produced by me, Amelia Chapelo, and Adair Shepherd, with support from Mike Williams. That, that's a fake cry. Give me some information. If you like the show, why not support us by rating and leaving a review? Help us connect with more tough cookies like you. And you know I always love hearing from you. If you want to get in touch, you can email me, hellotoughlove at gmail.com, or you can say hello on Instagram, at toughloveteam. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Love you. Ciao, ciao. Ah, oh, that looks delicious, Linda. When are you going to learn from your mom?